you probably think you know fairy tales. Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood. You probably think that they're cute and boring. But the real stories aren't cute and boring at all. The grim fairy tales were weird and sometimes gross and often scary. And in the podcast Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, you can listen along with a group of other kids as I tell them those tales. The episodes are sometimes grim, sometimes grimmer, and sometimes grimmest. But no matter how creepy it gets, we'll always have a great time guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and discussing what these tales mean to us. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes. It took me a long time to decide if I wanted to do this. It was a pretty big request, but it was by a king, and I guess he's allowed to make big requests. I can't fault him, because he's in a pretty desperate situation here. His daughter has been kidnapped by a dragon, and he wants me, or anyone really, to go rescue her. To go rescue Princess Clara. Every single person the king has sent over to fight the dragon and rescue the princess was last seen running, screaming, from the dragon's lair. They don't even go back to tell the king that they failed. He's had to set up a system of guards to keep watch and report back to him. Recently, the king announced that he would give his daughter's hand in marriage to whoever brings her home safely. This got quite a few more folks to try, but none of them have gotten past the dragon. Seeing how desperate the king was to save his daughter helped me make this decision. I figure the princess must also be equally desperate to get home. I want to rescue her, but I don't want to marry her. Hopefully she's okay with that. I can't imagine she'd want to marry a stranger. I also don't really want to fight the dragon. Part of me is hoping there's a secret entrance I can find and sneak the princess out of, but that's probably too good to be true. I wish some of the other princes, knights, and would-be rescuers had spent more time looking around before rushing in headlong to fight the dragon. Then I might at least have a vague idea of what I'm doing. I approach the outside of the dragon's lair, and it looks like a normal cave. It's in a rocky, hilly area, and this cave blends in with the multiple other caves I can see from where I stand. But I've been assured that this is the right one, and after all the people he's directed here, I guess the king would be pretty sure at this point. Instead of marching straight in, I walk around the cave. I don't see much here besides rocks, so I start climbing up them. There seems to be a small opening to a tunnel halfway up the cave side. I can just wiggle in, and after some crawling, it widens enough for me to stand up. It's dark inside, but small pinpricks of light shine here and there through crevices in the rocks, 
and it's just enough to navigate by. Even though I'm confident that a dragon couldn't fit in this particular passageway, I'm still doing my best to be quiet. Eventually, the tunnel meets a wider cavern. Still too small for a dragon, but maybe it could fit a baby one. The first thing I notice is that it's better lit in here. There are lanterns on the ground around the perimeter, and I see some stacks of books and baskets of food. There is a makeshift bed on the far side of the cavern with a woman sitting in it, reading. Princess Clara? Oh, God! Princess, are you okay? Do I look okay? I mean, mostly, yeah. I didn't mean to startle you. Sorry about that. Who are you, and what do you want? I'm Ryan. Your father sent me here to rescue you. I'm not the first person, but I guess everyone else he sent ran away from the dragon. So you're here to fight the dragon, and carry me off to safety, then? I don't want to fight the dragon. That's why I'm here via this back entrance tunnel thing. Which, hang on. Did you know it was here? I'd be pretty stupid to not have noticed it. Then why haven't you left? <sighs> okay, you got me. I kind of want to be here. You want to be kidnapped by a dragon? Not quite. It would be more correct to say that I don't want to be at the castle. Why is that? My dad wants to marry me off to another princess to join our kingdoms or some nonsense like that. He's wanted this marriage for years. I thought when dad found out his only son was an only daughter, he would give up on it. But it turns out this princess also likes women, so he didn't change his mind. He still wanted me to marry her. Then the whispers of impending war started, and now he's demanding it happen at once or else. I couldn't convince him otherwise. So I ran. Oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I'd run too if someone was making me get married. I mean, I do want to get married. But not to a stranger. What would my girlfriend say if I married some random princess? Nothing good, I'm sure. Speaking of marrying a stranger, do you know what the reward is for saving you? Last time I checked, it was a bunch of gold. You've been checking? My girlfriend gives me updates. How often does she visit? Every week or so. Whoa! Claire, guess what? Zoe, you're here early. I have news. It was announced a week ago, but I just found out. The king is giving your hand in marriage as a reward for your rescue. <laughs> Finally! It only took him a few months. Wait. Do you want to marry me? Oh, um, who's this? I'm Orion. Here to rescue, but not marry the princess. <laughs> Though it looks like you've got both of those covered. Are you Princess Zoe from the Kingdom of Floria? Yes. Yes. That's the plan, you see. 
Zoe's going to rescue me, and then we can officially be together. With Dad's approval and everything. It just took him forever to get desperate enough to give up on that stupid arranged marriage. Hey, it happened sooner than I thought it would. There's only one problem left, though. And what's that? The King's new offer has brought you more... rescuers. Oh, what? Is Jeff here again? I can just scare him off, along with whoever else shows up. No, I mean there's like ten of them, and they're working together this time, and they brought a lot of water with them. Also, a bunch of crossbows? Oh. That's not good. Wait, what do you mean? Ten men are no match for a dragon. You'll be fine. Yeah, about that. Maybe you should just follow me. I follow Clara through a series of winding passageways. When we stop, we're overlooking a large cavern. The floor is exceedingly rocky, with huge boulders that make the ground below look like a maze. The overlook we're on runs around the perimeter of the cavern. There are large rocks resting along the edge of it, waiting to join the others below. Clara picks up a large device that's also resting on the overlook. After strapping it on, she pulls a lever and presses some buttons. With a pop and a hiss, fire spreads from it, falling into the cavern. The light of the fire makes the whole cave flicker. Long story short, I'm the dragon. Hey, I help sometimes too. Fine. We're the dragon. But mostly me. Wow. This is amazing. It's a do-it-yourself dragon. I love it. Thanks. Unfortunately, I don't think I can fool ten people at once. I built this thing to scare off one person at a time. Ten men are stupid enough to actually try to fight a dragon instead of just running away. And I won't be able to actually fight them. Well, I could barbecue them. Probably best not to. I guess you're right. But we can't stop them from coming in, and I'm not sure I can leave without them seeing me. What if you both left while they tried to get in here? But if we're not here to run, everything. We can't stall them. They'll just rush in and find us climbing out. What if I was the dragon? I could probably operate this stuff. You would do that for us? Princess, I would love to do that. But we've got to work fast. They're planning to enter at sundown and we don't have much time. So, babe, can you pack our things while I show Ryan how this works? Yeah, but I'll need time. I want to remove all the traces that you've been bunking here. Once Clara shows me how to be a dragon, I'll run out there and stall so she can help you finish. Right. Stall. I've got a little plan of my own. Don't worry about it. If you say so. Clara shows me how to operate the flame maker. I learn how to refill it and where the emergency water buckets are. She also introduces me to the dragon horn. Instead of making normal horn noises, when you blow into it, it makes very loud and intimidating growling sounds.
I definitely want one for myself. If we weren't so low on time, I'd ask Clara how she made it. But instead, I practice until I'm feeling confident and send Clara on her way to pack. I head outside through the secret side tunnel and go to find this pesky prince. Excuse me? Who are you and what are you doing here? I am Prince Jefferson Merriweather, here to rescue the princess. What about yourself? I am Prince Philip Pennington, also here to rescue the princess. I kindly request that you move out of my way. What? Where are you going? In there, of course. Where the princess is. Do you not know of the dragon? Ha! Huh. Of course I know of the dragon. Why would you ask such a silly question? The dragon will stop you from going in. I'd like to see him try. I assure you, he will. This is not my first time here. Oh. Do tell me more about your other visit. Visits. Visits, then? Share away? This dragon is most fearsome. At the slightest provocation, he will breathe fire on you. He will throw large boulders towards you. I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. A single man cannot defeat him. What? If he doesn't notice me... Oh, he will notice you. How? Well, 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 he noticed me very quickly. How loud do you walk? Can you demonstrate? I will do no such thing. Are you scared? You must be scared of something if you've brought what amounts to a small army here. It is a smart man who fears a dragon. What's your plan then, Prince? Well, in short, we know that the dragon lies on the edge of the cave. It's where the fire comes from, and the rocks too. We will gather in the center of the room, furthest from the dragon's reach, and shoot him with our reinforced crossbows. If that draws him out, we will get a better angle of attack and the ability to circle behind him. If he remains in the shadows, our arrows will find their mark. He will stand no chance. Absolutely fascinating. Well thought out. I see one tiny flaw in your flawless plan. <sighs> what is it? It does not account for me. Of, of course it doesn't. I had not had the joy of meeting your acquaintance before I made this plan. I can recommend some changes. I do not know how sound your advice would be. Fair enough. But do not be disappointed when you fail to rescue the princess. I think I have a better chance than you. But do you even know my plan? Walk right in there, it would appear. Ah, but you don't know my plan for after I walk right in there. Well then... What is it? I will not fight the dragon. I'm going to ask him nicely to take me to the princess. That will not work. Well, have you tried? No. Then how do you know? I don't know. Precedence? A dragon who kidnaps a princess isn't going to let the first person who asks to take her get away with it. I have a theory that nobody's tried. I'm going to be the first. Unless you would like the honor. I'm quite good. If you insist. Now I, Prince Percival Pennypants, will be off. I thought your name was F Philip Pennington. I have many names. Dragon! Dragon! I request a parlay! I... I cannot believe that, Prince. Soon enough, the prince and his crew enter the cave, and I give the go-ahead to Clara and Zoe to leave. It's time for the fun to begin. I greet the would-be rescuers with a rain of fire in front of the entrance. They seem well prepared to deal with a direct spray, but I don't want to hit them until they pull those wooden crossbows out. 
I'm glad I got the prince to tell me his plan, because now I'm on high alert for the sounds of arrows being fired. And I'm ready to duck behind the nice big boulders on this overlook. I know they'll be firing blindly from the center of the cave, so I feel pretty safe. I give them an additional greeting with a roar from the dragon horn. It echoes perfectly across the walls of the cave. So perfectly that the men try to shoot the source of the noise, but aim entirely in the wrong direction. I really want to take those crossbows out, so I shoot flames towards them. A few men drop theirs in surprise, and I get to toast the crossbows on the ground. I hear the strings snap in the heat. Excellent. I duck behind a rock, since I've just shown the men the correct direction to aim. And sure enough, arrows fly towards the source of the fire, directly at me. I wonder what the prince will do if he loses all the bows. Ever so confident in his plan, I'm not sure he considered the scenario. I'm itching to burn those crossbows and find out. And so, this game of cat and mouse, or dragon and human, continues. I scamper around the overlook, giving the occasional roar and burst of flames. Another crossbow breaks, and two of the men's cloaks catch fire. They're quickly extinguished with buckets of water. Those lacking bows have pulled their swords out, pointing them in my general direction. I hear some discussion. It seems like they're changing the plan of attack. They're going to rush the dragon? <laughs> Searching for a dragon to rush will keep them occupied for some time. I knock a few rocks over the edge to give the men a direction to start looking in. With a final roar, I head out through the secret tunnel. There's no sign of Clara or Zoe anywhere. The small cavern that served as a bedroom contains only rocks. Once I've crawled through the exit, I don't even see tracks. The princesses are long gone, and with that head start, the prince will never catch up in time. Thank you for side questing with us. This episode, The Princess and the Plan, was written and produced by Tal Minir. Princess Clara was voiced by Lucille Valentine, and Princess Zoe was voiced by Catherine Shepard. Prince Jefferson Merriweather was voiced by Zen Virtue. The voice of Ryan was Tal Minir. A big thanks to Ilya for supporting this episode. Do you want show updates and peeks behind the scenes? Follow us on Twitter at SideQuestingPod and Instagram at SideQuesting. If that's not enough, join the Patreon for longer posts about what goes into making this production. I'm working on a little time capsule project to send a message to the future, and these recordings are a part of it. This recorder, our payload, and there's a whole group of us working on it. Half of the things I want to build won't work anyway. And the end of the world isn't going to stop me from trying. There's always a danger to building something like this. A miscalculation, a wrong decimal, hell, even a drop of fuel too little and this whole thing could go sideways. So it's not like you have to be a rocket scientist 
to build a rocket. Um, never mind. The Earth is fucked. It's broken, and it's awful, and it's tearing itself apart. And there's nothing any of us can do to stop it. What Will Be Here is a sci-fi audio drama about living on a doomed Earth and building things anyway. Find out more about the show at whatwillbehere.crd.co and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice today.